Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now we're going. Nah, now we're going. Three, <laughs> oh my God! Two, what a night! What a one, night of recording eight. podcasts. <laughs> Welcome to, uh, Most Head Radio. Most Head Good thing we get paid well for this. Heck yeah! Oh, somebody asked me about our Patreon account, or no? Or I came across something somewhere. It's like, I heard you guys had a Patreon account. I came across some old. Yeah, everybody quit paying, so. <laughs> and I haven't talked about it much in a while, so it's yeah, it's kind of dead. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll take our $15 and run. No, I think it was a hundred. We got a hundred bucks? I think we might have made a hundred bucks. <laughs> Minus the cost for all the stickers and shit we sent them. <laughs> I mean, stuff. <laughs> well, we should buy some more stickers and stuff and send them anyway. Yeah, well, well, you know. <laughs> it's a labor of love. Labor of love. Welcome to the... Uh, this is Buzzhead Radio! It is uh, another episode of Buzzhead Radio coming to you live, recorded uh, from middle of America in this little town we call Enid, Oklahoma. America. Or in America, by the America. I tell you what, though. I've decided I am never living in a... Seven twelve story building in a third world country that in a building that was built before nineteen ninety in a country that has big earthquakes. Wow, that whole Turkey thing <laughs> is uh, sad, very sad. Yeah, that's not yeah, that's not even funny. Yes, yeah, not at all. So, but I'm still not living in a big building over there. Yeah, heck no, that's terrible over there. I hope, uh, yeah, our thoughts and prayers go out to those people. Anyway. Back to the show. Back to the show. So let's, uh, on a uh, more happier note, happy. Uh, let's do something local for one of the guys that paid for l- our lunch this week. Oh, I know who that guy is. It's your birthday. This is this is for you, Mr. Mike Clemmy. <laughs> Sorry, jump around. Happy birthday. And I don't know that Mike listens to our podcast. So birthday. if you're listening to this and you know Mr. Clemmy. Tell him you heard this on the Buzz Radio podcast. Even though, what the hell? Todd's computer's a little old. <laughs> it's so old. I gotta crank it a couple times to get it going. <laughs> what, what's happening is he's running two programs at the same time, and the computer's having a little trouble keeping up. Ah, uh, you get the idea. It didn't do that. It didn't do that long ago. Wink. Maybe you have three programs going oh, now. I don't know. But, okay, uh, I'll get out of Spreaker. There you or go. I'll get out of Spreaker Studio. So, so Mike's birthday. So we record this on Tuesday night. Uh, and so it is actually Mike Clemmy's birthday. Is it Tuesday? I think it, yeah, it was. It was today. Yeah. So uh, happy birthday, And Mike. thanks again for lunch yesterday at Barnstormer's Restaurant. We went out to Barnstormer's. They had a really good... Uh, uh, what I had, I had the I had the special. You had the special. I have my uh, my usual, which is the uh, chicken filly. Yeah, and you never have you ever deviated from that at the at Barnstormers? I know lately at Callahan's you've been deviating a little bit. But. Yeah, um, I don't think I I I, I probably I, I, not that I remember. What about McAllisters? Have you ever deviated? From oh yeah, yeah. They used to have a different chicken sandwich that I got all the time, and then the. Uh, jalapeno turkey crunch came out and so then i went to that and now i sometimes i'll get the southwest spicy chicken oh maybe once every two weeks oh. so but yeah but you're there like twice a week no i'm there sometimes i'm now, now that i have the t-pass <laughs> i'm there at least three times a week 
I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm going to suck that tea pass for all it's worth. I've gotten like $200 worth of free tea since buying that. Ah, McAllister's is going out of business because Curtis is drinking all the tea for free. Taking, Good. yeah. So oh, uh, if you guys, uh, if you guys enjoy tea, Good tea. Uh, Good you can tea. go to McAllister's for $6.99. You get 30 days of a tea every day for 30 days. So it basically pays for itself in. I think with tax, there it's a little over three bucks, so it pays for itself in two, three, two, two or three, tea, two or three times. I think they're like two forty something. Two. Yeah. I think I think by the time you add tax, it's right at three dollars. So, yeah. um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, but cool. you can't go to McAllister's without getting tea. So you got to get the tea. Yeah, you got to get the tea. So I'm saving lots of money. Uh, we do have some special guests on the show this evening, so we're gonna uh, we're not gonna delve into a bunch of outside topics. Um, might run through some local stuff going on. We uh, some big news that I announced today. Yeah, uh, Pheasant Run is uh, about to get some new owners, and so hopefully there's going to be a lot of improvements out at Pheasant Run, not only with the golf course, but with the bar and grill. Uh, one of the big announcements coming out of that is uh, they have partnered with the city of Enid, and there's now going to be a individual one-year membership that you can. It's a dual one-year membership where uh, for three hundred bucks you get to be a member at Pheasant Run and Meadow Lake at the same time. What? Yeah. What, what is this blasphemy? Yeah. Has anyone ever done this before? Uh, if if they have, we don't know. It's not done very often where a private uh, golf course and a, well, it's public, but uh, and a municipal uh, have combined and done that. So uh, it's kind of a trial period to see how many people actually want to take advantage of it. So right now it's only going to be for one year, and then if it goes well, they'll continue it. So but, if you have a membership at a golf course. Uh-huh. What 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 what's the incentive to get the membership? You just don't have to pay the green the green fees the fees. So if you play here again, like the tea, I mean, I don't know what the green fees are. Yeah, well, it, it probably wouldn't take long to pay for it. No, yeah, exactly. Now I think you still have to pay for. Well, it, it depends. I think there's different. Um, so, but they've also got – here's another deal they've got going on. And, and go to enabuzz.com for, like, a bunch of details. But Pheasant Run is now going to be offering a $79, $99 a month membership, which gets you three rounds of golf with cart per month. Oh. And you have to commit to a year. Or for $99.99, you get four rounds of golf. So getting a $300 a month – um, dual membership, three hundred dollars a month. Yeah, for the dual membership. Oh, three hundred dollars a month. Yes. Oh, okay. but normally uh, thirty six hundred dollars a year. Okay. Uh, but normally it's like I think two hundred, maybe two hundred dollars a month to have an, a membership at one or the other. Mm. So you're you're saving a hundred bucks if you're playing both courses and you're a member of both of them a lot of people this do. this is going to save you 100 and i i think i don't know the exact but it's going to save you some money okay so um so anyway but and you have to sign up for the dual membership at pheasant run you cannot sign up for it at meadow lake so uh so you guys again go to enabuzz.com more details on that uh more stuff coming to the uh barn grill um just want to a shout out to security national bank they are doing their pays for A's campaign. Mm -hmm. So if you have a kid out there that uh, has some really good grades, get the report card. 
you have until I believe uh, February 17th uh, to get that into to one of the uh, Security National Bank locations. They'll take a, a photocopy of the report card. They'll throw it in a hopper, and then they're going to draw out, I believe, four names. And then those kids get, uh, I don't so have five bucks. I think five bucks for A's or seven bucks. I, I uh, ten ten dollars for each A and five dollars for each B, up to I think seventy dollars. And then one kid will get drawn and get a hundred and fifty dollar savings account nice. uh, with Security National. So uh, basically free money for your kids. So you might as well get your kids' grades over there and get them entered. Get them in there. Yeah. And and I think everybody that enters a grade, you get a uh, free a coupon for a free chocolate chunk cookie or chocolate fudge brownie from Chick-fil-A of Enid. Oh, I like Chick-fil-A. I like to Hey, we should probably give a shout out to our buddy. Over. I was about to say, uh, you know, even though I, I know, I have a feeling we're going to be talking about him in the future <laughs> on this episode, but uh, let's, give him, <laughs> let's give him a shout out. Oh, that uh, old Ken over at uh, Enid Auto Body, uh, the uh, uh, EAB.com, if you, uh, if, you have a, if you have a fender bender. If someone runs into you, if, you're, if, it's, if it's icy and you slide into a, a mailbox, uh, or I guess maybe if you don't want to repaint your car, it didn't have to be an accident. Although I think most of their stuff is accidents. Uh, you can go to eab.com, and they have uh, what they call an estimate link. And you basically, it's super easy nowadays. You take a few pictures of your of your car, you send it into them. They send it to the insurance, your insurance. They handle it all. Uh, beat a bada bing, bada boom. Uh, you pay your deductible, whatever that is, and. Short while later, your car's done. Uh, you're going down the road. Uh, or you can call them at 580-234-5492. Don't make your car right. Yeah, it's very cool because we've had, for, unfortunately for us, we've had several of our cars through Enid Auto Body. You've had two of, and I've had one. Because of Rex. <laughs> and I tell you, I've never, I promise you, I've never done something with a company that has informed me as many times as they do as to what the status of the car is. You know, when it leaves uh, auto body repair and goes into paint, you get a text and it says your your vehicle is now in paint. And, and then they give you a predicted time. And the cool thing about that is I always know they're lying on the time <laughs> because I always know it's going to be done sooner than what they say because yeah. they don't they don't try to give you – you know they don't want to give you some scenario to to get you to come there thinking you're going to get your car quick. They they want to give you a truthful estimate, but then they somehow always get your car out sooner. Yeah, and they always use certified parts. Yeah, like There's the real stuff, not the aftermarket. Not the, yeah, not the aftermarket. The other cool thing about that place, is, and, and to me, I mean, it doesn't bother me, but I could, you know, a lot of body shops are like off the beaten path. They're little like sketchy, like where's the door at? You know, is that yeah. the door? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you go in and there'll be like this little desk and a dirty old couch. It's like 40 years old and, you know, a cat sitting over there and it's like nobody at the desk and you like, you kind of meander around to the back. Like, hello, is anybody here? No, these guys are like, you know, like super ultra professional. Yeah. Professional, nice facility, everything. So check them out. You guys go check them out. Um, if you have kids that play soccer, it is time to sign up for the spring 23 recreational season. 
the deadline is, uh, I believe, in March, and that is when uh, the season starts. And so they do have some in-person signups, or you can sign up online, and that's enidsoccer.com. And the, I don't know, the longer you, so right now, so it was cheap to, to sign up, and now we're at the $70 amount. And if you wait, it goes up even more. Uh, and then if you wait to the very end, it's going to cost you $90. So you might as well get signed up as soon as possible if your kids are going to play and you're going to save a little bit of money. And uh, so, and uh, they're going to be opening the new uh, soccer. Oh, really? Uh, facility, I believe, any week now. I mean, I think we're almost. At, they've already played a game out there with the lights and everything. Oh, wow! So I think they're just getting all the details on the indoor, and and the new soccer field should be open here pretty quick. Wow! So no more, no more playing at the retention pond. Not that I know <laughs> of. Yeah, I did not know that was a retention pond forever. Well, had you, yeah, had you been out there when it rained, you would have, because <laughs> <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> and there's no soccer when it rains there. Exactly. Or, yeah, and unfortunately for the soccer players, like a week after a heavy rain, because yeah. water, <laughs> it, somehow the water retains out there. So, I wonder if that's why they call it a retention pond. Maybe so. Hmm. Um, big hmm. reminder, and we're running through stuff real quick here because we do have some guests on, and they're sitting here tapping their fingers like, when are they going to get to us? So um, don't forget, we got to have tons and tons of voters. Uh, Valentine's Day, February 14th, that's oh. on a Tuesday. You guys need to get out. Everybody in town that's a registered voter gets to vote for mayor. Yeah. Only people in wards one and two We'll get to vote for either their Ward 1 guy or their Ward 2 guy. I just did a post today on enabuzz.com. It's got all the names of all the candidates, so if you don't know who's running, go there. Um, I heard Derwin on the radio today. Derwin, uh, <laughs> Derwin uh, is the incumbent. Jerry Allen is an incumbent. Um, the mayor incumbent is not running, and so uh, we've got two new people there. So we will have, we will have a new mayor. Right. Um, but uh, And I'll try to have some – I've got some bios – that are on Ina Buzz, they've probably dropped down the blog. I'll try to pop those back to the top. I think Kyle Hockmeyer is sending me one this week because he had never sent one in. And so I'll have a little bit of information on all of the candidates. But please, I know it's a you know a small uh, you know local election, but uh, these people are going to spend some time and help the city out. So let's get out and support them by voting. Yeah, for them. And in Ward Two. There's three people running, and if somebody doesn't win 50%, there's going to be a runoff. And I'm with three candidates, there's probably going to be a runoff. So um, if you want your candidate to win, you need to vote for him to get yeah. into the runoff. So uh, get out there. A uh, whole bunch of events coming up. Let's run through those real quick. The circus is coming back the to town. The circus is coming. Like really quick, like Wednesday, February 15th. That's coming up pretty quick. Next week. Uh, we will be interviewing one of the Oak Ridge boys tomorrow for this podcast. So uh, check that out. They are coming back to the Stride Bank Center on February 17th. We've got uh, the guys that we're about to talk to, uh, the Marshall Combat League, which uh, will be on February 18th. Clay Walker, Tracy Lawrence will be March 10th. Outlaws, their season home opener is March 12th. Bull Riding will be out at the Expo Center March 18th. Harlem Globetrotters back at the Stride Bank Center on March 24th. Casting Crowns March 31st. Little Big Town, if you haven't gotten your tickets for that, I guarantee you you better get your tickets because that sucker i think is going to sell out they're going to be in enid may 18th you can get all the information on those at stridebankcenter.com.com yeah 
So, uh... Okay, these guys are patiently waiting. We've been sitting here meandering, battling, bollying, bullying. We've been talking for the last 15, 20 minutes. And, okay, so we're, and we're... And we don't want to piss them off because they could probably kick our ass. They can. So, uh, <laughs> so here are the guys with the... Uh, Marshall Combat League. League. Dylan and Kyle. Here we go. Hey, guys. So uh, this week we've got guests for a great uh, event coming up in Enid at the Stride Bank Center. We've got Dylan and Kyle on this week. You guys, kind of real quick, introduce yourselves and uh, give us a little bit of your background, and then we'll just fire off some questions, and then we'll get into the big event that's coming up here, I believe, uh, February 17th? 18th. 18th, okay. Yeah, February 18th at Stride Center. So go right ahead. Introduce you guys. Yeah, so I'm Dylan Smith, um, I guess the owner slash promoter of Marshall Combat League. Um, you know, it, this is, this will be our fifth show here. Um, super exciting. This is probably this, this most stacked card that I've put together up to this point out of all five shows. So it's, uh, you know, it, it's super exciting. We've got a lot of exciting fighters on the card. We've got four title fights. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a jam-packed night. We've got kids jiu-jitsu. We've got combat jiu-jitsu got adult jiu-jitsu um, kickboxing and MMA so that's that's kind of where I came up with the martial combat oh cool with the because we do all sorts of uh, all, all sorts of um, martial arts if you will so um, you know that's that's where I came up with that and like I said uh, next Saturday is is the big event so yeah. all right Kyle jump in there you're here yeah and I'm Kyle Rosine um, I train under Dylan at Shawmat Jiu-Jitsu this will be my third time competing on the Martial Combat League card, and my first time doing a uh, mixed martial arts uh, match. Cool, cool. Uh-oh. Now, do do you do this enough to make a living at it, or is this just kind of right now, just kind of a side sport, kind of an expensive hobby? Uh, yeah, I have a full time job, <laughs> and as an amateur fighter, you don't even get paid. Okay. So, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty tough. I mean, so how 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 it works really, especially on this like. Uh, regional scene if you will so we we've got two pro fights so so two pros once you turn pro you know you, you're you're contracted through the fight league um, you know whether it's a thousand a thousand to fight so a thousand to show and a thousand more if you win um, that how that's how it works when you turn pro really um, you start out as an amateur you you don't have to you know there's d1 wrestlers out there that wrestle at Oklahoma State they uh, um, you know that they, they, they won't they won't waste their time with an amateur career. They'll just go straight to the pros. Um, but yeah, normally it's you know we we we've got 19 total bouts or matches on this card. Um, five of them being jujitsu, the rest of them being either combat jujitsu, MMA, or kickboxing. So um, most of it is made up of amateur fighters. So just like Kyle, uh, you know we've got. Of the 19 fights, there's two pro fights, so that's kind of how that works. If, okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. cool. Have you? Uh, have you? Sorry, I'm not talking to Mike. <laughs> so, <laughs> without my headset on. Uh, so, have you been to one of these? I think I might have been gone to the first one. Maybe it's been quite a while. Um, well, yeah, shame I, on you. I, I know. I, I, I was at the. When was the last one? Has it uh, been a while? July 31st, we did one at the Stride Center. And then the one before that was November 11th of 2021. Okay, that's the one I was at. Yeah, July. There was a, there was a little bit of a gap. Yeah, yeah. Like COVID, yeah, COVID yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I was at that one. It was really good. I was really impressed. And it was a pretty good crowd, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's always a good turnout here in Enid, especially. It's, uh, um, you know, 
there's there's not I don't want to say that there's not a ton of stuff to do, but there's not stuff like you know fighting to to go attend. You know, no, so no, um, yeah. And you know, we put on a uh, very well organized, you know, as professional as it gets. Um, yeah, as I was far impressed as like how the show is run. Yeah, I was know. impressed. Yeah, that's that's my big thing is. So I, I come from the fighting side. So I used to be in Kyle's seat where I, you know, I started as an amateur. I, I had 21 MMA fights. So I kind of uh, have the experience as the fighter. And then I've always wanted to be on the business side of things. So that's kind of what I... Uh, the Dana White. Um, yeah, yeah. The Dana I White side. Will. I thought I did, you know. But it's, it's pretty... <laughs> you know, dealing with fighters, um, it, it, it can be challenging. You know, you can have, you can have 40... 40 fighters and then there's two fighters that just kind of ruin it for them all you know it's mm-hmm. like somebody will call me a week out before the fight and they're like hey man i just ha- i haven't been able to train like i wanted to you know i'm gonna have to pull out of the fight oh man and that just ruins it for everybody you know and um yeah especially and, when you bill them and you got yeah cards you know, made yeah, up exactly you know i i've i i put a lot of money into promoting these fights and it's expensive putting the fights on and stuff not that that really matters but um, you know, I get everybody individual fight posters made. I have a guy contracted out of Canada that uh, um, that does all my fight posters, and he, you know, he does great work. And um, that's it's not cheap, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, when you get guys that really, I feel bad for the opponent. I mean, when yeah. when when, you, when you've been you know busting your tail for eight, twelve weeks, and you know you're contracted to fight, and then a week out, your opponent pulls out because he quote unquote I haven't been training enough. You know, that's just it's super frustrating, but. It's always going to be like that on on a, on a you know this this regional small scale scene that 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 we're in and so it just is what it is um, you know everybody thinks it's a great idea to to step into a cage until you know until fight night starts <laughs> rolling around and they start getting those jitters and losing sleep at night and it's just like then they're they start thinking oh maybe it's not quite a, a great idea so um, it just is what it is though it's it's um, it's just part of the business, but yeah. it's 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 fun. So so out of the total uh, people that are going to be in this next one, how many people are like like not within like kind of a local area? Are there people coming from far away? Or? So, uh, far away. The furthest that we have, we've got several fighters coming from Fort Worth. Okay. So there's a uh, there's a UFC fighter. He's got a gym down there, and we've got three of his guys coming. Actually, I, I I'm wrong. One of his guys is coming from Canada. So. We've got he's this is his last amateur fight. He's fighting for the 125 pound amateur title. He's coming from Canada. He's fighting a guy out of Stillwater. Oh Michael, wow! Yeah, Michael Dugan is the guy's name out of Stillwater. He's three and zero, promising. Yeah, really, really good fighter. Um, promising future. Um, so he, like I said, he's fighting uh, the guy from Canada. Um, the guy from Canada. His name is Brennan Pickard. He goes from he goes by Bubba. Bubba Pickard is what he likes to be called. So um, that'll be a good fight. But yeah, so I guess Canada is the is the wow. furthest way. But his gym is te- he's technically training out of um, Fort Worth, but he's flying in from from Canada for the fight. So 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 do those two guys have aspirations to go on to the MMA? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, those the, the, they're more serious. You know, Kyle. I think he had a uh, and I, I don't want to speak for Kyle, but I think he's got like a you know just kind of a one and done bucket list type of a thing. But we'll we'll get into that here in just a little bit. But um, yeah, most of these guys, for the most part, you know, they're wanting to build themselves up and you know launch a fighting career off being an amateur or just off being a smaller show. You know, the our main event. Uh, is Jose Martinez and Shay Connolly. So two local guys. They're they're both pro. They've got you know 
really, really good potential to make it to like you know Bellator, the UFC, whatever it is. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if if they win this fight and then they get a call from Bellator or, oh, wow. or the UFC, one of these bigger bigger names like that. So, um, you know, that's what we we just try to find local talent. But for the most part, to answer to circle back to answer your question. For the most part, it's all, you know, we've got people from Enid, we've got people from Woodward, um, it's Ponca City, Stillwater, Tonkawa, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, Wichita, just things like that. Wow. Just, yeah, yeah, just l- mostly local. Okay. You know, that's kind of how you make it work and on a regional scene. you got to get people that, you know, that know the fighters, the, the local sure, crowd. Sure, because they the care. Fighters. They're yeah, invested. Because they're, yeah, because they're, they're going to come, you know. Yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense for me to fly somebody in from California that, you know, everybody in Enid could care less about. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's, yeah. that's the thing that people do on the business side. They, you know, they want to book all these big-name fights and put on, like, small regional shows. Well, people could care less in Enid, you know, who – Joe Blow is out in California. He's the number one ranked California guy, and I think it's cool to get him on my card. And then you know he doesn't sell any tickets, and but I paid him five thousand dollars come fight for me. So it just it doesn't really ever work out like that. So I, I I've made it a goal to just keep it local. And really, I started this because I've, I've got a jujitsu gym here, and we we do MMA training, um, and I just want to give my guys a platform to you know perform really. Um, and it's always been, like I said, it's always been a dream of mine to be on the business side of the uh, the fight world. So, um, you know, it, it works out, you know, the, the best of both worlds, I guess, if you will. We've got, I've got tons of students from, you know, kids jujitsu all the way up to MMA fighters um, fighting on this card. And so, um, you know, like I said, it's the best of both, world, both worlds for me as far as like a coach and a promoter goes. So. Cool. Yeah. So, so let's say I have a bucket list mm-hmm. and I want to fight. Yep. W- one fight, one and done. Yep. How long would I? I mean, starting from nothing. Let's say I came to your gym. How yep. quick would it take me to be prepared to go into an amateur fight? Two years, probably. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. Yeah, probably about two years. Some some don't have the same mindset as what I do, but you know, Kyle's been at it. What, what do you, yeah, four, four years, years now. Wow. This is his first fight. You know, he's oh, a blue, wow. He's a blue belt in jiu-jitsu. Okay. Um, you know, that's, that, I don't think anybody should fight as an amateur until they're at least very proficient on the ground or a, or a blue belt. Okay, uh, that's, that's kind of what I was going to get it, to is what are, kind of what are the requirements? You're, you're not going to let somebody off the street just come in and say, hey, I want to sign up. And, no, no. Okay. There, are, there are promotions out there that do, um, but no, I'm certainly not – um, those are scooters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There, yeah. Those are tough man contests. Yeah, well, I know, but I just, <laughs> I just didn't know what the requirements. Yeah, no, they're, you know, all of our, everybody that's fighting for us, for the most part, is uh, um, very well trained. And, you know, I match these guys up as, as evenly as possible. I don't care if you're my student or if I don't, if I just met you two weeks ago, I'm going to match you accordingly. You know, I'm not going to just... I mean, Kyle's, you know, he, he's fighting a guy that's a blue belt that's, he's 1-0 in MMA, so the guy already has MMA experience, um, you know, so I, I'm of the mindset, I'm always going to test my guys, and I'm always going to test the fighters that are fighting for me, I'm going to make the best matchups possible, I don't care if you're my best friend, if you're my brother. Oh, that's business, matter. that's his business. Yeah, yeah, it's just business, it just is what it is, and you know, that's, um, you know, it's no fun to go pay some you know you know i mean some of these tickets are up to a hundred dollars is what we sell you know and if you go out there and every and the matchmaking is just so uneven and i've been to so many of those fights where it's just like 
why did I buy a ticket to this? Yeah. You know, it was kind yeah. of just like yeah. cringeworthy, you know. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we have we have the 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 fights are always super evenly matched, and um, so I take pride in that. I'm not going to just you know give you a gimme fight by any means. So, yeah, and it just kind of holds the holds the integrity of of my league, the martial combat league, if you will. You know, so I don't want I I don't want just Joe Blow coming in off the streets just saying hey i want to fight and then oh i give you a fight just just for whatever yeah so, and you see it all the time you see guys out there with an upside zero and four record fighting four and oh and it's just like golly that just kind of makes you shake your head you know so um but it happens and there are fight leagues out there that that will put those kind of fights on but but we're not that yeah. so well yeah. my ex-brother-in-law uh, had gotten into the ufc this yeah. was way way back in the beginning when they like, had the the first televised one in tulsa he was yeah, in that was like ufc he, three or something yeah he, he weighed what about 180 he's a he's he, probably, he probably weighed about 180 dan severin was his was who was passing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the one that dan okay. severin did the Oh, the twice man. onto his back, yeah, man, yeah. Anthony, so, Anthony was his name. Uh, uh, Mad Dog Macias, Anthony yeah. Macias, yeah, was my, was my ex-brother-in-law. No, okay, okay, so Nico, Anthony's son, is fighting uh, on the card. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah, really? Yeah, Nico, yeah, Nico. I had no idea. Yeah, Anthony will be there. I, okay. yeah, I know Anthony well. Yeah, so he, um, his son Nico, he's two and zero. He's fighting for the hundred and fifty-five pound oh, amateur wow. title. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So Nico will be. Well, there. I used to be married to his sister. Okay. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Anthony, he's he's ref some fights here, and then his son has fought for me. Uh, this will be a second time. Wow. His, well, his very son cool. is. Uh, his son, he's got a promising future. That's for sure. He's he's a he's a really good athlete. You know, former wrestler transitioned to MMA and he's making a really good transition so well cool yeah yeah he's got a he's got a tough he's got a tough opponent he's got a guy out of uh, Oklahoma City Velijah Cotto is his name um two former wrestlers Velijah uh he, he's another you know he's another 2 and 0 guy it'll it'll be a really good it'll be a really good matchup there's probably those are probably the two best lightweights in in Oklahoma for so sure. Anthony could uh he could he could empathize because when he had to go up against Dan Severinsen, oh, oh yeah, yeah, he, 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 he oiled, vas- he put Vaseline all over his body so Dan oh, couldn't man. catch him, and Dan had a hard time, but he finally caught him, and he was. Well, back then there were a lot less rules. Oh, well, yeah. that was it. That, no that, that, that was my point. Was yeah. there was no weight classes? No there was rules. no. Yeah. It was yeah, yeah. There was it, it was totally yeah, it was, or like, it was no holds barred. Yeah. I think or no holds barred. I think is what they called it back. Then. And that's what and that's why it's great to have you guys on the show yeah. to let people know that's not what this is. This mm-hmm. is not where people. Are going to go in there and come out with blood and i i mean i don't want to say but not where it's a big guy against a little guy yeah or, and you're not going to see people like groin shots you know back in the day you used to see people get on the oh. ground they just punch them in the groin yeah. or kick them in the face when they're down things like that but as far as like blood and stuff it could happen you know we're talking cage fighting here um oh, yeah. but you know it, it uh, i mean i don't want to i I don't want to say that it's not going to happen because I've definitely seen plenty of it. In uh, it'll happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah no, I mean, yeah. yeah but I just but met the there, old. You know, every, every it just goes back to the evenly matched. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. But there's going to be knockouts. There's going to be tap outs. There's going to be things like that. It's just the nature of the beast, you know. So, um, but we, you know, I I worked with a gal. She was she was in her 60s you know and she came just supporting me and she couldn't believe how much she loved it oh she cool was just like it was, her name's judy glazier dr glazier's wife um sounds from, familiar he, mm-hmm. he's the headmaster out of manual 
Okay. Yeah. So she and uh, Dr. Glazier came, and they were uh, they were impressed by how you know because it's it. I don't want to. I don't want to say the older generation, but the older generation they kind of have a negative outlook. On, well, and on that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, fighting. it has yeah. that stigma from those yeah, old yeah, days, yeah, and exactly. that's what I want people to know is there's going to be blood, but it's not the, the right. wild west no. like yeah, it was. Yeah. Certainly not. You know, certainly not the the wild wild west. And um, you know, we've got referees in there, and they always do a good job. But um, so yeah, it's definitely it's come a long long ways in the last thirty years. Because has it been uh, thirty years? Yeah, ninety three, I believe, God. is when the US wow. started. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were, yeah, golly, yeah, they're yeah. celebrating thirty years. So, and but if you think about it, like how much the sport has evolved from thirty years ago. You know, thirty years ago in basketball is like that's just kind of the same thing. But sure. you know, you take a fighter from thirty years ago to the best fighters now. You know, they the fighters from thirty years ago couldn't even hold the jock strap of these oh, guys. Oh, I know, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. how fast the the fight world is evolving, and martial arts and jujitsu. Every er, combat sports in itself is just there. It's exploding. Well, and the conditioning you guys go through is just yeah. crazy. Yeah, don't. Yeah, talk to this guy about it. I mean, he just <laughs> well, got let's, done. Let's talk to Kyle. So, yep, what, yep, yep. Kyle? What is your background? I mean, are you coming from a wrestling background or? So, no, I never wrestled. I I played college baseball, and. Uh, then uh, out out of college, uh, just got a full time job, and then moved back to Enid. And uh, Dylan was putting on a free law enforcement jujitsu for like from like July to the end of the year. So I got in there and gave myself a goal like go once a week or twice a week, and then it just. Once you get whooped by someone <laughs> forty pounds lighter than you, it's, it's kind of like it's eye opening, and you're like, "Well, I need to be better at this, especially in the line of work that I'm in." So, yeah, I've been training under Dylan for about four years now. It'll be four years in July, I think. And uh, I just always wanted to do a fight, and I'm 34 years old. I have no aspirations to be a world champion, so. If I wanted that, I'd I'd have had to start, you know, twenty years old because all the world champions now are my age. Yeah. So there's there's no way I could. There, I have no aspirations to make money off this. Um, actually, giving away all my money so <laughs> uh, <laughs> that I get. So yeah. Just so so like right now to get ready for this fight. How how often are you training a week? So right now, uh, well, I lift weights i do conditioning on the side um as far as classes go i'll do four jujitsu classes a week and two mma classes um and then lift weights four or five times a week um cardio three four times a week wow so, it is it's a, it's a it's a seven i was gonna say it's deal. it's yeah. like a full-time job almost yeah, but, uh, there's the there's not a lot of fighters out there there's not a lot of fighters out there that are as dedicated as what kyle has okay. been to this to this one you know he uh um i don't want to be embarrassed i was gonna say if you're gonna do it yeah get out there and yeah wow yeah so kyle you know he's 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 pretty special as far as like from you know a student standpoint as a coach you know he, he told you that i'm his coach or whatever i think i don't that i like for my i don't like for people to call me coach or professor or anything like that it's just dylan you know i'm just i'm just somebody with a little more fight experience than than the other people that I'm that I'm coaching or teaching whatever so um, but you know having a guy that's as committed as Kyle that's as dedicated that you know just really cares about um, February 18th as much as he does it's uh, I couldn't ask for more really so are you nervous 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. The emotions that you go through on a daily basis is unbelievable. And you have every single one of them. You, one second you'll think, man, I'm going to kill this guy. And then, you know, an hour later you're like, oh my gosh, what if I lose? So, so who are you, who are you fighting? Um, I'm finding a kid out of Seminole. His name's Jeremy Goodman. He's one and zero, and I don't really know much about him, but we will February nineteenth. So yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. Can't, you can't like do a whole lot of research. I mean, because there's probably like videos of him out there there's, somewhere. Well, there's a video on YouTube, but it's I mean, it's shot from like the twelfth row, and it's his wife, and she's all over the place. Oh. So you can't, you can't really you don't really get anything out of the video that's out there, um, but. It now is he amateur? Oh yeah. Okay. I, I I would not. I you okay. So you you just you just keep amateurs with amateurs. You have to. Yeah. yeah so okay. Have to, have okay. To, yeah. You can't. You can't do amateurs versus a pro. Gotcha. And that's that goes for like if you're if if you're a uh, if you're a pro boxer, you know, say you started boxing ten years ago, you went pro, and you want to transition to MMA, you can't go back as an amateur. And, oh wow. And fight as an amateur. Yeah. Once you're pro, you're pro. Wow. So, okay. Um, you know, I think it's just probably protecting the athlete, um, oh, sure. just kind of looking out for them because you know they they don't want you going out and you know fighting. If you have ten years boxing experience and you go fight this guy that has eight months of of training and he just has aspirations to fight one time, you know that I think that's kind of why they protect that. But yeah, so you, go ahead. do you do you teach a lot of boxing skills or are you, are you mostly jujitsu? Um, I, I I'm more of a kickboxer if you will. Okay. I've never done any. I've done a lot of kickboxing and a lot of jujitsu, a lot of MMA training. Um, never wrestled, never done. St- I mean, I've done straight boxing rounds and straight boxing training sessions, but I wouldn't call myself a boxer. I'm more of a kickboxer, I guess okay. if you will. Yeah, but um, mainly jujitsu. Yeah, that's I've got a black belt in jujitsu, and uh, um, that that's that's our main focus as far as like a, from a gym standpoint. Well, I fell in love with it when Hoist Gracie beat Dan Severn using yeah. it, and I was like, wow, this yeah. little guy because because Hoist was small too. Yeah, oh, and yeah. and yeah. he beat Dan Severn in the yeah. final. So yeah, uh, and it and it and it almost always ends up on the ground. Oh yeah, it yeah. almost and always ends up. On if the if you have a trained jujitsu fighter versus an untrained jujitsu fighter, a hundred percent of the time the jujitsu fighter will win. There's no there's no flukes in jujitsu. You don't. It's you, technique. There's, it's so much that's technique. all it is. And you, you know, if, if Mike Tyson and I got into a boxing match. I have a puncher's chance. You know, anybody has a puncher's chance. Sure. In jujitsu, <laughs> there is no puncher's chances. Everything is earned, um, and that's what's so compelling about jujitsu. Is at least for me, is everything is earned. You know, I don't care. You don't. I don't care how great of an athlete you are. I don't care how high you can jump, how fast your forty is. None of that means anything on the mats. You know. No. You know. You can. LeBron, LeBron James could go, and he could probably suit up for you know la rams or whatever the team is Mm -hmm. tomorrow and probably do pretty well but if he went on the mat with any you know 140 pound black belt in jiu-jitsu that 140 pound black belt would have his day with he could do whatever he wanted with lebron james Mm -hmm. and that's what people don't realize you just don't realize what you don't realize until somebody that has jiu-jitsu training gets a hold of you and you're like just completely overwhelmed you know it's like you can't keep your head above water um, so that's uh, you know, jujitsu is the one martial art that um, is a superpower. Like I said, there's there's no puncher's chances. You're not gonna get a you're not gonna get a lucky choke. You're not gonna get a lucky armbar. Any of that. It's um, it's all earned just from mat time. So that's what that's what I really enjoy about about jujitsu and teaching jujitsu is is just that aspect of it. 
And how, how did you get into it, like when you first got into it? Yeah, so I, I was going to play college football. So I, I was part of the 2007 Enid High group that we got beat in the state finals against Jinx. Okay. So I had aspirations to go play college football. And I quickly realized I'm just a 175-pound white guy that's probably not going to do anything but, like, tear my knees up and, and just get hurt, you know. So um, I decided not to play football and then – I still had that competitive itch, so I just started training, really started training in, in kickboxing. And just, I, you know, I said that I think a guy should train for two years. I only trained for three months. And then I made my MMA debut and I fought two weeks after that. Um, but I started out 9 and 0 as an MMA oh, fighter. Wow. So it went, it worked well for me. But then, um, you know, I started running into college All American wrestlers from UCO. Jiu-jitsu black belts stuff like that and then I that's when I that's when my eyes opened to the power of jiu-jitsu and that's when I really fell in love I you know I was just like gosh I I have to learn this stuff I thought I'd be fine I'd just knock everybody out you know just <laughs> just like every stand-up fighter thinks that he's gonna do but uh you know you quickly realize that that um once somebody enjoys being on the ground and can take you down and just hold you down there's nothing you can do so did you train here in town um i trained here in town a little bit uh, a guy named justin phillips yeah so i tried i, I trained under him for three years oh really yeah, he, yeah. He's, a, he's a really good kickboxer holy yeah. crap yeah Did you want to talk he's i've been knocked out one time in my life and it was by justin oh wow so, yeah. i used to uh when we when we uh this was this would have been in 19 19- 90, 97, yeah. 98, 99, and somewhere in there. And uh, he would be training for a match, you mm-hmm. know, because over like in Japan and stuff, because yeah. he was in Japan a lot. Yeah. And he's like, okay, guys, I need, you know, we'd, we'd have our, we'd do our, our lessons. He's like, you know, I need somebody to hold the, the pads. I mean, Dude. these pads, I swear to God, Curtis, these pads are this thick, and it still hurts. Oh, man. And he would still knock you on your butt. And yep. he just looks, he looks like me. I mean, he don't yeah. look. He's not no. like a big. Yeah. He's like fluffy. Yep, you would and, never guess, but oh he God. will kick your teeth into the back <laughs> oh of your throat. Oh my God! Yes, is, uh, that's where I developed my leg kicks was from him. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he he definitely showed me the ropes. And like I said, I, I've been knocked out one time in my life, and it was by him, and it was uh, it was not fun, um, but it was part of it. So yeah, but yeah, so I started under him. And then I, uh, so I was driving back and forth from Stillwater because I was in college over there, training with a couple guys over there, getting my stand up over here. Um, but then, he, I, yeah, I think he's over in Japan now, and he moved yeah. away, and I moved to Tulsa, so that that relationship kind of ended. So, yep. so are you are you still in Tulsa, or are you living here now? No, no, I live here. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I run my gym here, um, do the fights here, so yeah, yeah, I'm here. I've got kids over in Tulsa, but. Um, I'm here though. Yeah. Okay. Are you thinking about maybe expanding your martial combat to other cities? Yeah. Yeah. So we did, we did a Fire Lake Arena show last February. So a year ago, we did a show at Fire Lake Arena. Um, and it was okay. I was, I was working 40 hours a week, running the gym in the evening and then putting fights on, on top of that. And that'll, uh, that'll stretch a guy thin. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's a, it was a lot. So, but now I'm just, I'm just doing the gym and just doing my uh, martial combat league stuff. So um, I think I don't want to give too much away, but I think we're gonna do a 
an April, actually, I'm sorry, May 13th Oklahoma City show. Oh, cool. Yeah, so, um, but I won't give away too much details. Nothing is finalized yet, but that's what I'm looking for is, is May 13th, I think, is the date that we talked about. So, okay. Um, try to capture the, uh, the market over there in Oklahoma City. And there's a market for it here in Oklahoma City as far as like the quality of show that we put on is pretty unmatched. So, um, luckily, we have a lot of guys that want to fight for us and that want to continue to fight for us and really want to be exclusive to us. So, I'm trying to do my best to, you know, if, if they're, for, we got a lot of Oklahoma City fighters coming down um, next Saturday. So, you know, if I could, put on a show there in their backyard, you know, kind of do them a favor and, and let them fight in their hometown was, uh, that, that's kind of my, my next goal. Yeah. Yeah. So while we're, we're talking about that, go ahead and give them details on the fight coming up, like how they get tickets. Are there any tables still available? No. Kind of, okay. Yeah. The tables are gone. They're always a hot commodity. They, uh, they go pretty quickly. Um, but so the fights, the doors will open at five thirty. the ju- kids jujitsu matches will start at six thirty. And then the actual fights will start 710, 715-ish. You can get tickets from the Stride Center box office. That's what I would recommend, just going up to the Stride Center box office and uh, um, getting them there. Or you can get them on the Stride Center website as well. And they, they go from 35... Really, thirty-five and forty-five is all that's left. So, the, are uh, they going to be able to get any at the door? Or yeah, yeah, they will. Unfortunately, people Enid's kind of a last-minute yeah, town. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll go outside and look at the line outside, and it's wrapped all the way yeah. around Mark Price like, Arena. Why didn't you people buy like, your ticket? They, you know, they you just, would think it'd be just, it'd be much easier, especially in February. Yeah. But, uh, um, there are there's still going to be a line yeah. of you know five hundred people waiting to get in the door. So. Um, but it is what it is. Even it's just kind of last minute. Yeah, I'm the same way. I mean, I'm, I'm the same way. So uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just in our Enid blood. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Fun yeah. Stuff. Well, we got to get into. We got to talk about what Kyle's doing. So okay, he talked sure. about. What he talked about not getting paid for the fight. Um, and so I, I give these guys a ticket sales like a commission oh, cool. on their ticket sales, just to give them some incentive to 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 sell tickets. You know, that's yeah. just kind of how business works. So I'll let him get into. Uh, get into what he's doing for this for this um, okay, bucket cool. list of his yeah so real quick what do you do for a living um i'm a state trooper oh, okay oh, really? awesome yeah. well, well so. now now we now we got connections the next time we get stopped <laughs> I, of course. Haven't had, I haven't had police connections <laughs> i've actually years. stopped your daughter oh uh, <laughs> twice or just once because i think she got stopped twice that day oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> you said you was it piper or cheney cheney oh was it from was OU, it oh no i, I guess it was piper it cheney was, got stopped from coming from arkansas twice. oh this was this has been Year oh, she didn't tell you this about okay. that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I was nice. She didn't get a ticket, so she didn't tell that. Uh, <laughs> too funny. Okay. That was Piper. Yeah, coming from OU. So yeah. So go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. So I don't know why I thought of this. I just thought I'm doing fine in life. I have no need for. I mean, I don't need the money. I'm just. I'm doing it for fun. So I thought, why don't I get ten sponsors to pay me a hundred bucks? I'll pocket some of it for some of my expenses that I don't have to pay out of pocket and I'll just donate the rest. Well, I call, I got 10 sponsors pretty quick, all local businesses. And, um, I called David Lawrence, the owner of Dense Mechanical. And I was like, Hey, what do you think about, uh, matching how much oh. money I, how much money I make and, uh, getting a donation and giving it to youth and family services. You, and, you know, I'm thinking we'll get, we'll raise about a thousand bucks. And, uh, total and so he's like yeah let me call you back and he comes back and he says 
calls me back about 30 minutes later. I'll match your five thousand dollars. I said, "Wow, David!" I said, "I've got, I've got like eight hundred dollars right now," and he's like, "Well, I got you five thousand. I was like, "Okay, so that's awesome." I text some more friends. I've got, I mean, my wife's very um, social. She's very social. She knows a lot of people, so therefore, I know a lot of people, and uh, very generous people. They've given me. Um, I asked for a hundred dollars. Some people have uh, Mike Wright, my uh, I guess he's my uncle-in-law, my wife's uncle. He okay. gave me a, he gave me a thousand dollars. Lang Waterwells gave me five hundred. Awesome, Ta- or uh, <clears throat> Michael Lang. Yeah. Um, and uh, then David called um, Alex Williams at Jiffy Trip uh-huh. and said, "Hey, would you like to get in on this?" He said, "Yep, I'll match your five thousand. So, Jeez. with uh, I think I have thirty-two, um, thirty-two sponsors. Wow! So that brought me to thirty-two hundred dollars, um, and I had like a couple family members just give me a hundred bucks, and on I sold some shirts, and I'm going to make about four hundred dollars on that, and then I sold about fifteen of the vip tables so that'll be that'll be another you know 15 to two grand so um i'll be i've got the five thousand dollars and then jiffy trip and dents are going to match their five thousand so sometime later this month we'll be going to youth and family services and giving tree kelly fifteen thousand dollars that's awesome that is very cool so get a hold of me and i'll come and take a picture and Uh, and we'll post that on enid buzz wow that was very cool yeah yeah wow very selfless there's not yeah many, uh, not many individuals out there that'll do that well so. and kudos to all the sponsors and is there anybody any of the other sponsors you need to get in there oh yeah uh, you know get some shout outs and stuff we, sure i mean you named off quite a few there and th- those guys are usually top top of the heap when they're given you know donating stuff yeah if there's I, anybody else i mean there's just there's i don't want to i yeah you don't name somebody out yeah yeah, yeah I, I named i got 32 of them and yeah. i named the guys that gave me um a big chunk of money uh adam at smoking oaky gave me a little more than he should have um and he's worked on my jeep uh my wife's jeep i should say i don't like it but um, <laughs> <laughs> he works on my wife's jeep um and, he, and he's a great guy um but i'll i'll uh i've got t-shirts i've sold like 150 of them so if you're at the fights check those out okay they'll be all on the back of the shirts and and i'm not going to accept money from people i don't like so everybody on my shirt they're they're local and um if if, if you need something from them they're going to help you out and, and gotcha. they're, they're all people i would approve of okay so. perfect Is that why you didn't put my logo on i forgot man i'm not gonna lie uh, <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but his logo's on my five shorts so that's 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 <laughs> that's the the cool thing about Enid is it's a giving community. It really is. Yeah. Like the, the businesses around here, they'll if if they like your product and and if they think it's good for Enid, they will do what they can to back you. And yeah. that's really what I've what I've experienced. You know, being on the promotion side of things, because the big part of it, uh, people don't realize how expensive it is to put these fights on. You know, especially with the quality of show that we put on. Is I wouldn't be able to do without my sponsors. And you know, I. It's it's very so. Who are your sponsors for this fight? Um, so Advanced Water Solutions, they're a big one. Um, Jiffy Trip is a big one. Dense Mechanical is a big one. Um, who else do we have? So we've got Linux Drive In. We've got Stanley's. They're always on board. We've got yep yep Edward Jones. Um, 
you know, it kind of. I, I don't want to get. And into I that. put him yeah. on the spot. So if he if he's left somebody out, blame me, not him, <laughs> yeah. because I put him on the yeah. spot. So yeah. <laughs> yeah so we've got um, who else is there? It's Kyle's pulling. Well, up well, he's guy. looking. Uh, so the the professional fighters. Uh-huh. Do most of them have uh, sponsors as well? Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I encourage all the fighter all the fighters to go go out and make as much money as you can from from you know sponsors because you know Aunt. Aunt Terry, yeah. she she wants to give you a hundred yeah. bucks. If yeah. you're looking for sponsors, you know they'll do it. And it's a lot of these guys. They're, you know, I, I don't want to say it's tough to be to to work forty plus hours a week. You know, have a serious job and train for a fight on yeah. top of that. So you know, a lot of these guys are kind of doing what they can, scraping by, living on, just banking on this dream to make it as a fighter someday. So um, yeah, I always encourage guys to go out there and get uh, get as many sponsors as you can, sell T-shirts, um, and you know that I it, it's you might as well you got to do it. So um, as far as the sponsors go, so Rock and Roll Tequila they they sponsor the uh, the Ring Card Girls. That was a um, they they've been they've been with me since the beginning. Speed Tech Automotive Doug Boehner at Speed Tech he's been with me since the beginning. He he sponsored me all through my fighting career. Oh, wow. I mean that that guy's doesn't get any better. And we got Enid Brewing Company. They host the weigh-ins awesome. for us. So they uh, you know they always treat us real well. And they're the the Friday night before the fights the seventeenth. So next Friday is the weigh-ins. Um, got and Linux are, are those at Enid Brewing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Enid Brewing. And then Pope Distributing. If you see our gloves, they, they say Coors Light on them. So, um, you know, they provide the gloves for us. They, uh, they've got a corner pad as well. They've been, they've been a great sponsor. Universal Management and Maintenance, the Habibis, they, they're, they sponsor the, the red corner. So, you know, you have two fighters. One's in the red corner. One's in the blue corner. Universal sponsors the, the red corner. Chisholm Broadband is the other blue corner. So okay. the Chisholm Broadband blue corner kind of uh-huh. goes. Uh, kind of goes well. And then, of course, Jiffy, Jiffy Trip, like we talked about. And then Derek McGee, Enid Superlube, he's been with me since the beginning. Um, Dense Mechanical, like I said. We picked up another sponsor this time, uh, Cool Foam, Corey Bays. Oh, yeah, Corey. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. He's, he's a great guy. I've known him for a little while. Um, you know, I shot him a text to see, to see if he's interested. He sponsored the performance of the night. So, um, you know, if you're looking for your your insulation to perform for you, I figure that goes kind of yeah, goes hand yeah, in hand. So perfect. they're the uh, um, performance of the night, Cool Foam is. And Edward Jones, like we said, we've got Tiger Pond. TJ runs her over there. He uh, This is second time sponsoring the show. He's he's always great. And if you see him at the fights, you know, he's he's always entertaining for <laughs> sure. And then Enid Auto Body, they sponsor the oh, knockout. Ken, of the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ken, so Ken they, sponsors this podcast. Sponsors oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Ken's a great great guy yeah. man, and they're great at Enid Auto Body. He'll be listening. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, he uh, he's a great guy. I, the, from the first day I, I met can. him, yeah, from the first day I met him, he and I kicked it off well, and uh, he's a great guy. Everybody at Enid Auto Body is they're they're really good. And then we got Stanleys, um, you know, the record service. Those guys they've been with me since the beginning. And then one more, we got a new one here. It's Ogle Construction. So oh, Derek I've seen Ogle, his signs around yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he does great work. So. Um, that's that's who we've got for this one. So well, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's yep. it's a community event. I yeah, mean, yeah. You yeah, got I so mean, many people involved and sponsoring yep, and yep, putting yep. it together. Yeah, and I I wouldn't be able to do it without those sponsors. You know, yeah. there's there's without a doubt, I wouldn't be able to do it without those guys. I mean, we could, but it'd be at scooters. Oh yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, you, you, <laughs> nothing against scooters. You no, know, but 
<laughs> but you you give it the real feel. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. When you're when you go into the Strider Center and you see the cage yeah. and yeah, yeah, you yeah. see for, yeah. you you feel like you're at a real yeah yeah. yeah. It's know? a professional. Yeah. So we uh, but no midgets, know. no midgets, no midgets, <laughs> no midgets this time around. Yeah. yeah. No legs fighting though. That we've been seeing running around on social media. <laughs> what? You haven't seen that? No. Oh yeah, yeah. On social media, yeah, 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 yeah. I have seen that. He did. Different. He won his debut. Yeah. Yeah. There is a guy out there in the MMA world that he has no legs and he won his first fight. So. Oh wow. Yeah. It's uh, interesting, but. No kickboxing. Oh, oh no! Hey, we got to keep this politically correct here. Come on, Todd. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You're talking to a couple fighters, so yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Sorry, dude. Yeah. Don't come beat my ass. I started saying, "Don't come kick my ass," but I guess you can't. Uh, you're just We're gonna get letters now. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis is always worried about. It. Yeah, gonna have to edit that out. Yeah. You when you do Enid Buzz, you 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 learn things. So. Uh, I'm trying to think if uh, anything else we've forgotten. So yeah. So this is this is your chance before you're walking out the door and say, "Oh, we should have mentioned this or that." I'll but, mention this. Okay. I have a seven year old and a eleven month old. Just turned eleven months. Oh, congratulations! And um, it's taken a toll on our family just for me being gone all evening training for this. So shout out to Jenna. Oh, awesome. For taking care of the kids while I'm trying to do this, trying to live the dream, if, if you will. Um, and my mom's coming. I'm sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> my mother-in-law's a warrior. I'm sorry, Jackie. But it's going to be fun. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I've got to be in Arkansas for. I've got daughters on palm teams and ones on palm. They got basketball Saturday night, so I'm, I'm coming. Yeah. Cool. I'll be there. All right. So I wish I yeah. could be there. I mean, yeah, it's gonna be a good night. Yeah. It's, uh, this is like I said. This is the most stacked card I've ever put together. So I'm super excited about it. There, like I said, there's four title fights that night. the The main event fight is a 25 minute. Uh, title fight awesome so, yeah these guys are pros so they're fighting for 25 minutes and two scrappers i mean it's going to be a dog fight so it's going to be uh it's going to be as entertaining as it's as it could be on on next saturday so i'm super excited about it i appreciate you guys having us on yeah, well no and, no, and, been great. and for everybody out there that's listening it's the stride bank center there's right. not a bad freaking seat oh, no. in we the say place. That every so, time, every no. time we talk so, about the start, yeah. So you guys get out. This is going to be a great evening. You know, when you see Anthony, tell him I said hi. I, it's been years since I've seen him, but yeah. uh, tell him I Anthony, said hello. Who, not, oh, Macias. Yeah. Macias, okay. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, sorry. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, more. I wish I could be there. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you guys get your tickets stridebankcenter.com or uh, go to the second floor of the convention hall. They've got an office up there. And don't uh, stand in line. And please don't stand in line. And, yeah. you it's know, February. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then sometimes I remember the circus. Like the first time the circus went there, they had to wait. Everybody stood in line to get, and they had they delayed the starting of the circus. And the the ringmaster came out and he was like, first time in history, we're not starting on time." Yeah. You yeah. Know? That the. I, it may have been the last fight that so we had the um, the operations manager at the Stride Center said he's never seen the line outside as long as what it was. It's crazy. Yeah. So don't yeah. wait. Just buy your tickets online Get or your call them. You know, it's easy. Yeah. Use yeah. T- uh, let's see. I think I got the telephone number. Five eight zero. 616-7380. So you guys get your tickets right now as you're listening to this. And uh, we'll see you guys there. Thanks, guys, for being on the show. We appreciate you guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah thank you. Yeah. yeah. Take care. Bye. Buzzhead Radio. Buzzhead Radio. Buzzhead Radio. Buzzhead Radio.